right. Hello, girlfriends. This is an episode of our Girlfriends Chat. And today on Girlfriends Chat, I have our interviewee from episode number 85, 84. 84. Her name is Karen Rick. Say hi, Karen. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, Karen, if you remember, you just need to go back if you don't re remember her interview, but go and look for episode number 84. And, um, and just catch up and hear all the nuggets and wisdom and insights that she shared about her homeschooling journey, how she got started and life living abroad in different places with her son and her husband. Um, but for those of you who are new to Girlfriends Chat, this is just a time for girlfriends, um, specifically we're homeschool girlfriends of the African homeschooling diaspora or marginalized homeschoolers who get on the phone and we just chat. You know, just uh, go back old school and actually do something that we don't do anymore. Get on the phone. Right, Karen? That's right. Uh, so uh, this uh, and what we do is just dig deeper in a specific topic that Karen mentioned. I mean, she said so many things I could have. I got a paper full of notes that I took. But um, one thing is uh, particular, specifically, Karen, that you mentioned in our interview is um, this idea of first start before you are ready. Uh, there's never a perfect time to get started homeschooling. Uh, start sooner, start now. Uh, yeah. And um, to me, as I hear that start sooner, start now, it sounds like an urgency and just doing it. So tell us about how that relates to your story of homeschooling and you know what you mean. Is there such an urgency in doing this? What are, you, what are your thoughts around that? You know, I do feel a special sense of urgency right now, specifically as my family and I have been traveling all over the world for the last year and a half, because the more we share our stories, the more people ask, well, how did you do that? How can I do that too? How much time do I need to prepare, to plan, to save, to research, to whatever? And in a lot of ways, I'm reminded of the path in which we got started with parenthood. And as everybody with children knows, you know, you can plan, you can research, you can do all the baby proofing around the house, whatever. But until you actually have that child in your arms running around your house, you just cannot be prepared because you can't anticipate everything. You just can't. And just like having a child, the path to homeschooling, to world schooling, to whatever your dreams are, it really has to start now. I mean, obviously, the best time to start would be like yesterday, last week, five years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but since we can't go back in time, the best thing we can do is just step forward, I believe, and do something now, today, immediately. And the longer you wait, the longer you think, well, after I do a little bit more research or after I'm more prepared, the more you just kind of put off and potentially never take off on the path that has so much potential. But first, you got to start. Mm -hmm. Is there any do you think there's things that you have to do or necessary to do to prepare to homeschool? Um, I mean, you know, with that urgency, like just, just do it. Don't keep all the planning. Don't keep doing it. Is there anything that needs to be planned to prepare for in this journey? You think? I think the biggest thing that has been 
helpful for me, helpful for our family, helpful for all the people, all the parents that I have counseled and worked with and encouraged along the way has been taking the time really after you get started to reflect, to see what your expectations are, to take a step back and reevaluate what was I expecting to happen? How did things go today, this week, this month? And be prepared to course adjust, to redirect your plans, to readjust your expectations according to what's actually happening. And again, I think that comes back to part of the reason that I have this sense of urgency for people to just get started. Because until you're actually taking those first steps, until you have some forward momentum, until you have some experience under your belt, you won't know how you feel, how your expectations measure up with what it is you're trying to do and how you might need to adjust. Uh, in fact, I'll give you the perfect example, which was us starting our international Montessori school in Japan, which we did back in 2011. Now, as I mentioned during the original interview that we did at the time that we opened the doors to IA Matsumoto, our son was just four months old. and we had always talked about having our own school, uh, about homeschooling, and it was always sort of this far off thing, you know, something that, oh, we'd figure it out, you know, when he was really closer to, you know, preschool age or kindergarten age or, or something, we just kind of, we'd wait until it got closer to then. And we still had plenty of time to research, plenty of time to plan. Well, in the years leading up to our son's birth, we had considered more and more the possibility of starting our own school. We had discussed and even been in discussions with uh, another existing school while we were still in the United States. And we had started to talk about it again in Japan, something we had never considered. But um, just after the birth of our son, he was literally two months old when another opportunity appeared. And this was kind of a make or break moment for us and something my husband and I discussed extensively and we prayed about diligently. And when it came down to it, you know, we were looking at each other saying, are we ready to do this? And, you know, deep in my heart, I was questioning, you know, is this something that I am ready for? Can I do this? And what it came down to was the fact that whether or not I felt ready, Mm. I knew because I had my baby in my arms at that time that if I wanted to create the learning environment in which I wanted to raise him, then I had to take that step forward. I had to be courageous enough to step outside of my comfort zone and start even before I felt ready. And I am so thankful that God gave me the courage to do that because all of the adjusting and planning and course correcting that happened along the way is how we have continued to improve our communication as a family, how we have been able to adjust and figure out what education looks like for us as world schoolers today. And that would never have happened if I had stepped back and said, oh, now, you know, now's just not the right time. Uh, maybe I'll just wait until I feel more ready, until I have more money saved, until I have more credentials, until whenever. Because there can always be some other reason mm -hmm. to put it off. And if you really want to, as we did, create the educational environment that 
best represents who you are as parents and what you believe as a family, then there's no better time to do it than immediately. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, oh yes, that is good. <laughs> that is so good. And you know what? Um, as profound as what you said is, yet so simple just to do it, you know, the phrase, just do it. Mm -hmm. it that really should free up a lot of families that are considering homeschooling just just start just get it going because you gave very clear how-to steps because once you get started then you know okay or you can figure out or ask or inquire you know yes. counsel what do i need to change what needs to be corrected and that type of thing so that that is very very good uh, insights uh karen and I appreciate you sharing that. And um, if anything, because you are living the life already, you know, you are living that dream life that many uh, would love to live, maybe contemplating to live, you know, as a world travelers or, um, you know, just some something different than what they have now. You are the epitome of um, of showing us what it looks like just to go do it. <laughs> so, you know. That's not to say that everything that we're doing is perfect or that we don't still make changes. And sure. one of the things that people keep asking me is, okay, but what did you do at the very beginning? And unfortunately, even if I share every single step of what I did, our family situation, the place and the time in which we were living, it, it was all very different from what someone else's situation might look True. like. And yeah. so many people, I think, look at where they are now and are looking to the examples of people like me who have been doing this for years, living in different countries, in different languages. And they think, well, okay, when I get to that place, we don't all start from the same place. And just like right. our children don't all start from the same place. You know, we have this fear, I think, that if we do something wrong as parents, we're going to damage our children forever. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's, it's really not the case you know our children are flexible just like we are flexible and we're all humans we're going to make mistakes but until we step out and start making those mistakes we won't know how we need to change how we need to adjust how we can figure out what's going to work better so that we can continue to improve and grow and learn and that's what we're all doing on this journey we're all working to just continue to grow and learn together Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well said. I agree. I affirm that. Yes, that is good. So Karen, very, very good. Thank you for taking the time to dig in deeper. Uh, you know, girlfriends, Karen is in Albania and it's 930, <laughs> almost 10 o'clock at night. Her time while in Eastern Standard is just going on four o'clock. So thank you. Karen, for giving up your time once again to share your insights and wisdom and um, just to be an example and even to have that point of view for us, for all of us. So no, thank um, you, Angela, for inviting me back to talk more. I really, really admire what you are doing to help reach out and educate so many parents who want to do something different, something that looks non-traditional or outside the box for their children and for their families. And I just think it's fantastic what you are doing. So thank you thank for you. letting me be a part of that. My pleasure. My pleasure. We will be in touch, I'm sure. And um, thank you again, girlfriends, for tuning in on Girlfriends Chat uh, with Karen Ricks out of Alabania. And um, you all, 
uh, yeah, stay connected and um, take to heart what Karen said is nuggets. And so there's uh, nothing to hold you back, but yourself not moving. So thank you, Karen. We'll be in touch. All the best. All right. Peace, everyone.